Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, I was going to try to do an old woman voice as my opening, but then I was like, Connie, it would not sound that great at all. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Welcome back, Colonels, to Break Out the Popcorn and Movie Podcast. Um, if you're new here, this is an odd episode to start on, but we appreciate you. I would have probably started from... Episode one, or the welcome, but you know, how are you, bestie? Yeah, besties. Um, let me see. How did you guys like that M Night episode? Because uh, I liked it. I worked very hard on it, and by I, I worked very hard on it, I mean you worked very hard on it. I edited Meaning that we one. We worked very hard on it. Teamwork makes a dream work. High five. All right. Boop. So today we are going to do exactly what we told you we were going to do last week, which is cover old by M Night. Rico, how did you feel about this movie? I feel like just like any great M. Night Shyamalan movie, they need to wait until the end to hear the special twist. Yeah, but would you recommend that they watch it? Well, based on the fact that we did Roses and we talked about how a couple of his movies were a flop and he had this whole, you know, situation where a lot of his movies were, this one was not a flop. I do heavily recommend waiting to the end to hear what we think about the movie. But I would say the movie has a very unique story. It's a very unique concept to the story. What about you? Absolutely. I really thought that this was a one-of-a-kind movie. And although it's based on a graphic novel, which we'll get into later, um, I think he put his own twist on it, of course. And it's one that you do not see coming. So 100%. Go out and watch it. See how you like it. We are going to be giving spoilers. So just a heads up for that whenever we go into the plot but um if you want to hear them follow along if you don't go watch it come back and we'll discuss now i know that we're supposed to jump into the plot of the movie and we definitely are i promise we are but before we do that we completely forgot to give a little bit of i guess life updates or podcast updates you know our little fucking speech where we give you all a bit of banter before we jump into things so first off i'd like to say i love giving shout outs and a very special shout out that I want to give is to my buddy AJ. He was one of the first listeners to the podcast. He was one of the people that inspired me to do a podcast. I remember sitting after work just super upset about my shitty day. And he was like, dude, like, let's just talk. And we got to talking. We talked about how I had all these aspirations and dreams of like doing something on the internet and just, you know, being heard. And he was like, dude, like, yeah, I would love to hear about, you know, games or movies or just you know pop culture in general and how society has changed from like when we were kids 
and that's what sparked the idea of you know covering movies now old new uh versus stuff like that just stuff that we can talk about and so yeah that's my little shout out to aj i'm glad you're back bud um what else i bought a voice recorder recently you did and i mean i think it's it's been helping i guess it's coming handy a little bit yeah i usually write things down and i realize that i don't always have a pen and paper with me but i can always throw a voice recorder in my pocket and sometimes like you're driving so you can't write so i mean i decided to throw one of those in my pocket or in the car and it's been helping with ideas because even connie wakes up from her half comatose dream state and she shouts out some random stuff and it's fun to have some of her dream ideas. Well, generally, you have me repeat them once again. I don't know how I remembered that one from the other night. Which is going to come out on a Patreon episode. Eventually, one of these days. <laughs> and speaking of Patreon episodes, one of our Patreon episodes is coming out very soon. Um, I think we kind of hinted towards it at the end of the Roses episode. The end of the Roses episode sparked the conversation in the Patreon episode. Right. So we just have to get that one edited up edited up and figure out how to upload it to patreon because i'm not sure on how to do that yet we'll figure it out as we go like we do everything (laughs) so yeah that's coming out soon we actually have a couple of those coming out soon it's actually not gonna be the same thing that you get from this podcast it's gonna be something just little minor conversations that kill well let's not reveal everything yeah i mean we're not gonna give everything away there's gonna be more it's it's much more exciting than rico's making it seem i promise (laughs) it's just fun stuff that we talk about anyway uh what else what else what else do you have anything no i think i'm good nothing new no you do have something new what do i have what have we been snacking on lately oh um candy club my salon started carrying it so it's been a recent addiction of ours they are what are these sour belts uh strawberry sour belts right they're so fucking good so candy club if you want to sponsor us Listen, I already sell through your (laughs) shit at my salon. Um, They do have a subscription service, which if they sponsor us, we'll talk about. But yeah, yeah. the Sour Belts, bomb. Bomb. I want to try the Blue Rats too. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll get them or maybe we'll just order directly from Candy Club. Maybe. Who knows? Hmm. We actually have a really good sales pitch, so. We've already recorded (laughs) at Candy Club. If you're listening to this, we already have it. We're ready for it. We'll insert it. We can do this. (laughs) You just let us know. Pay us in candy. And a little bit of money, and we are good to go. We will be Gucci. <laughs> um, and last things last, which is actually my favorite thing, which is what I'll be doing as soon as this episode is over. Well, I guess not exactly the last thing I'll be doing. I'll be editing this and then jumping onto this. Your boy is now a proud owner of a PS5. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And a Series X. Don't brag. So I feel good right now. I'm a double console baby. You are very, uh, very blessed. Blessed. Blessed and highly people, favored. People in your life really care about you enough to help you find these things. Well, you found the Xbox. Mm-hmm. That was a Christmas find the PlayStation. present. All right. And look, we picked up that Xbox on Christmas Eve. Dog. And they didn't even fucking throw that bitch in a bag. No, but. They're just like, here, take this bitch out there. Good luck. Yeah, no, because I remember I bought it, I think, on Christmas Eve. Right. Or the day before or something. And it said it wouldn't be ready until like two days. Like 26th, 27th, yeah, something like that. Two days after Christmas. And so I was like, okay, well, shit, maybe I'll tell Rico I didn't get it. And then, of course, I can't keep a secret for shit. So I was like, all right, well, yeah, I got it. And then they said it was ready. And I was like, oh, oh, shit. 
and I was working Christmas Eve. Yeah. I went straight from work to pick you up because at first I was going to go and get it without you. And then I was like, that's not, not a good idea. <laughs> that's not a good idea. So I picked you up and we went to. And we threw a whole fucking AR-15 in the back seat. Oh my God. Don't tell anybody that. Rico really thought he was going to have to go to war for this for this Xbox. Bro, people were going crazy over them. And then we left it in our car while we went to Target. This is Tejas, baby. That's a normal Tuesday to throw an AR-15 in your backseat. So, so we went and got the Xbox and Best Buy was like, yeah, you're good. Just walk it out. And I'm like, excuse me? We uh-huh. parked in the back of the parking lot. What uh-huh. are you talking about? Uh-huh. So we had to clear an entire parking lot with, well, not clear it as far as like shooting everybody. <laughs> we had to clear it as far as like walking through an entire parking lot to get to the car. Rico and then we still was, had to go somewhere else. Oh, we went we to went Target, Target right after. Because Target's across the street and Rico really wanted to see if they had games because uh, Best Buy was still out of the games. Right, right. And then he bought Valhalla and what else did you buy? Cold War. Yeah. And I didn't open them for months. months. Yeah, because I wanted to finish Red Dead. Yeah. <laughs> and he just not finished Red Dead. <laughs> just not. I haven't been playing Cold War. I, I did open the Cold War just so I can like, not be Did you ever play Valhalla? Late. No. Wow. I had to finish Odyssey. Odyssey is such a long ass game. And now he has to restart it. And now I had to restart it because PlayStation 4 fucked me over. He lost his login because who still uses the Yahoo email address from sixth grade? Yeah. Okay. Solo be beastin'. I can't say anything. I have my blonde princess. Right. Do you know your password to that? Yeah. Okay. Well, fuck you. I also have my like, I'm not going to tell you. You have your MySpace password. What do you mean? You can log into your MySpace. Oh, yeah. It's the same password I, I use for everything. Yeah, well, the thing is, it was under my blonde princess email. Uh-huh. And so, oh, it's not the same password I use for everything, you hackers. Um, anyways, I use my blonde princess email and I just reset my password. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. And then I switched it to my AOL. Huh. Yeah, because that's where all my spam goes. Weird. Yeah. I, I don't you, have access to it, so I wouldn't You know. logged into your MySpace a couple years ago. No, I don't have it. Oh, yeah, I have. A long time ago. Yeah, because I forced you to log in and friend me. Yeah. What a weirdo. Honestly. What a fucking weirdo you are. Honestly. How did I not see this from the beginning? I think we were a few years in when that happened. Yeah. I think like three or four years. No, you're... I think we are like two, three years. I already painted my room by that point. Weird. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to our life. Um, yep. Anything else? Um, Last update. Drink more water. Stay in school and follow your dreams. But that being said, let's go ahead and have Connie... Read that plot, baby. All right, y'all. Wish me luck with this. So just a reminder, spoilers are ahead, but let's move into it. So this family of four wins an all-expenses-paid vacation to a tropical resort, and the parents, Guy and Prisca, decide to go as a final hurrah before their pending divorce that their children, Trent and Maddox, know nothing about. I'm sorry, but who decides... Hey, we're going to get a divorce, but before we go on a divorce, would you, before before we get a divorce, would you like to go on a vacation with me? I think it's more like a, hey, we won this. Um, Let's all go as a family. That way our kids have one final good memory of us together. That's still so shitty. It is because in my opinion, like as a former child um, of divorced parents, I would see it as like a, wow, my parents had to put up with each other one last Just time. Just for me. I yeah. would think about every single thing I did on that trip and think, am I the reason for their divorce? I mean, not only that, but like, I would think of it as like, wow, they sat there and pretended, pretended, yeah, to be happy while 
I was like enjoying one of the best moments of my life. Like they were just sitting there like, pretending. That memory. Don't do that to people. That memory is tainted, in my opinion. I don't know if I'm happy that you opened the blinds or upset that you opened the blinds. Oh, were you telling me don't do that to people by opening the blinds? No. No. Oh. I was talking about this, but <laughs> the window opening is just so different. I don't know. I like it. I like looking out the window. Seeing if there's any cats with oh my god mice okay. in their mouth. So, Trent, a very unique young boy, makes friends with the resort manager's nephew and has a knack for asking everyone he comes into contact with who they are and what they do. Keep those things in mind because it does come into play later. So, at the advice of the resort manager, the family takes a shuttle to a secluded beach with another family, this one composed of an older surgeon named Charles, his young wife named Crystal, their young daughter Kara, and his mother Agnes. When they get to the beach, they see another person already there, a rapper named Midsize Sedan. And while they're at the beach, another married couple arrive named Jaren and Patricia. Okay, let's talk about mid-sized Dan for a minute. Just, just a name. Just a name. Who are they making fun of? That's Okay, that's what I desperately want to know. That's what I'm trying to find out. Like, it's like... A little SUV? little Uzi? No, it has to be a car. Train? little Izuzu? Pickup truck? Like, that would have been better. A little Izuzu. If you want to keep the, the car theme going. Like, uh, maybe it was just a play on, like... Stupid names. Is M Night Shyamalan talking shit about rapper names? Does I don't know. Like rappers. I don't want to assume. I don't know. But now that makes me not want to be his neighbor. Shut up! I would still <laughs> love to be his neighbor. I stalked his Instagram and his family. They all look wonderful. I love them so much. I'm a That's huge not fan. Creepy. It's not. They're famous. It's fine. So they're enjoying their day at the beach when all of a sudden a body appears. It's the body of Midside. <laughs> mid-sized sedan's companion who drowned while trying to leave the island little suv i think i'm just gonna call him little suv from now on oh i thought his companion was little suv oh no no it's a, it's the woman why couldn't he be little size sedan mid-sized big size sedan big sedan big body truck right okay and suddenly after that the oldest person in the group agnes dies so strange things begin to occur, such as the children quickly develop ma- developing, and they all come to realize that the beach is rapidly aging them. 30 minutes on the beach equates to a single year, and quickly putting together the common denominator in all their families, they realize that at least one family member in their group has an underlying health condition. Prisca is the first to get incredibly sick, the tumor in her stomach growing rapidly until she loses consciousness and they're forced to perform surgery on her. And they actually have to hold open the wound because it closes so quickly and heals itself immediately. And this whole scene was so fucking wild. Do you remember it? Where they had to... Are they going to really tell people? They're cutting her open with... Oh, man, you had to do it. With a knife. Or was it a scalpel? It was a scalpel. How did they find a scalpel? No, it was a knife. It was his pocket knife. Yes, it was a pocket knife. Who keeps a pocket knife so sharp and clean it can, can perform fucking... surgery with so and thank god the surgeon was there i'm pretty sure this was all planned that was his knife yeah so maybe he knows so he cuts her open as rico's using his pocket knife to clean his nails so he cuts her open and the tumor is rapidly <laughs> There's no need for you to discuss my business currently the the tumor is growing so rapidly that they literally just pull out the soccer ball sized shit out of her it was a soccer ball size. Yeah, it was. was At the really? end, yeah. Weird. I thought it, it was, was like huge. a softball. No, it started off as a softball. Oh, it continued to grow? Yeah. Was, oh, gross. While they're like performing surgery. So a really fun and odd moment in this movie occurs. 
Rico, I need you to pay attention for this one. Uh-huh, I'm listening. It made us all very uncomfortable, and I'm going to guarantee it's going to make you feel a little weird, too. Is it Trent Maddox? Mm, no, not Trent Maddox. That would be even worse. Um, it's when a teenage Kara and Trent decide to explore each other. In a way that two people uh, yes. who were just seven years old a couple of hours ago should not. Yeah. So Kara gets pregnant, gives birth, and watches the baby die due to the beach's effects. A very unneeded scene, in my opinion. Trigger warning. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little rough. So they all attempt to leave the island, but going back the way they came just leads them blacking out and appearing back at the entrance. And while looking for ways off the beach, Trent and Maddox find a notebook from a previous traveler who theorizes that they're being watched and they can see that somebody is watching them from the top of the rocks or cliffs or wherever. Uh-huh. So they also find hundreds of rusted utensils along with toys from others who have died on the secluded beach. And during this time, Charles' schizophrenia leads him to kill mid-sized sedan. Um, we're not going to talk about it. While Jaren <laughs> attempts to swim around the rocks surrounding them to avoid the inevitable blackouts that seem to occur when trying to go back into the rock. So Kara attempts to climb up the top of the rocks in order to escape, but falls to her death. Upon seeing this, Crystal, her mother, goes into hiding only to die by some unnatural curvature of the bones due to lack of calcium. This, okay, this scene took me that out. That was the scariest part of the movie. It took if, me if out of the, of the movie. It took me out of the movie personally. Um, it didn't take me out of the movie. It just took a different turn in the movie. It reminded me of The Visit. No. And, Exorcist. Uh, same thing. It was... So this movie's a thriller. This movie's, you know... But it's not supposed to game. be like a it's supernatural not, type right. thing. I mean, not even supernatural. It's just, it's just not supposed to be... Because it is supernatural to some degree. It's it's not. It's supposed to be scientific more so than supernatural. Like there's a I scientific guess. reason. Yeah. yeah. You're right. But it's not supposed to be a horror movie. And it changed from keeping you in the suspense of thriller, science, you know, weird psychological thriller and then it just shifts to horror real quick and you're just like what and by the time you can figure out what's going on it shifts back into the psychological thriller oh dude are you looking at that yes the bug that's walking sideways oh i thought it was getting eaten by a spider no that's a real horror movie right there oh the bug is on the outside of the window just to let you know we don't have bugs inside of our house okay can you get back to the movie (laughs) sorry so patricia eventually dies as well due to her epilepsy Finally, night falls while a deaf Prisca and blind guy sit by the fire. Not a blind guy, but guy who is blind. And Charles <laughs> attacks Guy, believing him to be an attacker, but Prisca slashes him with a rusted knife, quickly killing him from an infection. And you actually get to see this infection take over his body, because remember... Everything's happening very quickly. 30 minutes is a year. Well, so. the cells are rapidly exactly. moving. Yeah. So 30 minutes, or is it? Or is it like an hour? 30 minutes is a day. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you can quickly see an infection taking over. And as the night's coming to an end, Prisca and Guy die moments apart, having died from old age. Maybe. So only with an adult-sized Maddox and Trent left, they're scheming to get out of the beach once and for all. Trent then remembers a note that the manager's nephew left for him, a note that says, my uncle doesn't like the reef, or something like that, which leads him to realize the way out is in the coral reef. Knowing this is their only chance left as they're already in their late 30s to early 40s, Having only been in their 10s or 7s yesterday, they attempt to swim through the underwater coral passage. 
From on top of the rocks, the resort employee watching them waits for them to resurface, but after so long, he decides that they must have died and heads back to the resort to report his findings. As the resort employee gets back to the hotel, we find out that the entire resort is a front for a medical research team to conduct speed runs of clinical trials of drugs, having unknowing guests with specific conditions live their entire lives out on the secluded beach, completing a lifetime's worth of trials. About to move forward with another unknowing group of guests, the resort staff is unaware that Trent and Maddox have survived, and Trent runs into a police officer he met the day before when he was a child and tells him the tale. Using a notebook as evidence of all the missing guests, the siblings get the police involved and the researchers are unable to start a new trial with new victims. Once the researchers are arrested, Trent and Maddox head home to live with their aunt and the story ends. Yay. Oh, and by the way, when I said he has that weird, like, not weird, but he remembers everybody's names and Mm -hmm. what they do and where they're from. That's how he got the police officer to believe him. He's like, hey, remember me, the kid who asked you all that? This is all your information. Believe me. Right. And so he does. Nice. So like Connie said, this movie is based off of a graphic novel called Santa Castle. Just kidding. It's Santa Castle. Connie just typoed. I'm going to fight you. (laughs) So this film is an adaptation of the graphic novel by Pierre Oscar Levy and Frederick Peters called Sandcastle. The graphic novel tends to be vague and cryptic, where M. Night wrote the screenplay with a whole setup, explanation, and more details filled in. There's apparently more of a racist tone to the graphic novel with, in the novel, British man from the second family being more aggressive towards the, in the novel, Algerian man, who was there before the other families arrived, which we know the Algerian man in the movie case is... Little SUV, also known as Midsize Sedan. Uh, The biggest difference, though, is the manager's nephew, who revealed the coral in the research lab were not in the graphic novel at all. M. Night decided to add that character in as a little twist. Also, there was a whole other family in the novel. Really? Yeah. There was, I think, like four families. Okay. Or like one was a couple or something, but yeah. So, do you know what happened to that family or no? They died, obviously. Oh, I just meant, like, was there anything significant about that family? I don't think so. No. I didn't okay. read the graphic novel. <laughs> <laughs> so, the baby that was born on the beach lives as well, and is seen as a full adult by the end of the book, alone on the beach, building a sandcastle. And we never really find out the true purpose of this beach. On what inspired him to create the movie, M. Knight said that the book gave me a lot of opportunities to work through a lot of the anxieties I had around death and aging and things like my parents getting older. M. Knight also received the graphic novel as a Father's Day gift from his daughters in 2017. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. All right. So on to a little bit of trivia real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that Old was filmed in the Dominican Republic, which marks the very first time that M. Night has filmed entirely out of Philadelphia since Praying with Anger? Weird. But of course, M. Night had to include Philly in some way. So that's where the main family is from. Prisca and Guy, correct? Well, and the kids. But... Yes. Yes. So, M. Knight's two eldest daughters actually helped with this film, with Ishana being a second unit director and Salika creating the song that Maddox sings at the beginning of the film. Huh. Mm Mm-hmm. You mean that... But he has three daughters, right? Yes, he has one more younger one. two out of three daughters. I think the youngest one is still, like, a teenager. She could have provided... I mean, 
the first one wants to be like a director following her dad's footsteps and oh, that's pretty dope. Salika's in music and in the entertainment industry. So I think he's cool, just cool. using his platform to help boost his daughters. Okay. Well, I mean, the third one's going to have to find a way to survive on her own. Not survive on her own. I mean, more like provide for herself. It was a joke. I mean, I think M. Knight's a very good dad and he's going to help her in whatever field she wants to be of in. Of course, of course. It I was mean, just a joke. If she wanted to be like an interior designer, I'm pretty sure he would I'm be. I'm just kidding. No, I'm pretty sure he would be like the one to be like, yeah, design my entire set. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. It's cool. He seems like a really good dad. He does. That's why I stalked him for so long on Instagram. Yeah. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would make his kids pay $500 for a PlayStation 5. I think that's, that's just the market, babe. <laughs> That's just the market. Your dad's just, he's a hustler. I'm just saying he bought me all the PlayStation 5 or all the PlayStation. Before You're sounding it. very white right now. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. All right. Well, let's get into our thoughts on this movie. So, um, do you want to start off with kind of, okay, maybe we should have had some, out, some sort of outline for this. Did we like this movie? So just the general consensus of if we like the movie, I like the premise of the movie. Mm-hmm. I like a good majority of the the direction of the movie, and overall, I can say I, I I was cool watching the movie. Like I enjoyed watching it mm-hmm. for the most part. But was it a good movie? It's a real question. That's the question I just asked you. No, you asked if we liked the movie. I mean, I like the movie. It. I think, in my opinion, if I like a movie, I would consider it to be a good movie. Um. I like the premise. It was super original. I never would have thought about it. And it was more of a thriller than anything else instead of like a horror movie, like you said earlier, which I really enjoyed personally. Um, There was some parts that I felt were unneeded that I feel like could have been a little bit better. But this is one of M. Night's better movies. I can say that it was one of its better movies. I don't rank them based off of if I liked the movie because it could still be a bad movie and i could just like a bad movie what bad oh never mind you like don't mess with the zohan so <laughs> you're such a hater anyway um i actually like a lot of adam sandler movies but that's besides the point um yeah no what i was getting with it is just that old is one of those movies where uh, just personally for me here's a couple of things that i had right so is the people that are working for this hotel or this little vacation plan, are they working with hospitals? Like, I know. That Wait, what? Are, like, the people that work this, like, vacation thing. I feel like the majority of people don't know what they're working. I think it's a need-to-know basis. Like, the lady who delivers the drinks with the cocktails on there, uh-huh. she knows what she's doing. Right. But, like, the housekeepers probably don't. Right. That's what I mean. But, like, the people that are in the know, like, the people that organize this whole Mm-hmm. shebang like are they working with hospitals no i think they're probably working big pharma doesn't work with hospitals okay so what i'm getting at is like how do they know that these people have these like diseases oh because like these medical diseases that's that's the thing is that's how people were winning this um vacation is that they're going to the pharmacy to pick up their medication and they have a front of this luxury resort and all this and that and so they go to the pharmacy and say hey you know we we want to offer a free um, free vacation to you know a random person who picks up their medication. And I don't know if maybe they know like 
whenever they get their medication. They so people are just dropping off like free passes. And to I think I think somebody resorts. had won it online as well. Right, but what I'm saying is like they're offering these. Who the fuck like takes that offer? Oh, you won something online, bitch! I won iPhones and fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and guess what? I actually won a computer virus. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So no, don't don't take no. offers that you went online. Anyway, um, but I mean, also like you have to think. People know, like you can get a hold of somebody's information so quickly. I mean, I feel you. I guess, like especially like dark web whatever i guess buy people's information that's just one that i i personally just kind of want to know i guess it's one of those things that i didn't need to know mm-hmm. but just personal medical professional it's probably like know if they broke hipaa i mean it's probably like a i'm trying to think it's probably like a um a thing where like medicine companies like let's say you are taking advil mm-hmm. you're picking up prescriptions for advil every single day um the people who make advil probably know that they're filling a prescription for rico jamaat Mm-hmm. And so they probably have similar companies where they sell off this information. And they're like, Rico Jamad is taking this for this. Right. I mean, I could see that. I don't know. I could see that. I mean, it still breaks HIPAA. Yeah. But. I mean, I think it's because so many pharmacy companies all make different drugs. Maybe that has something to do with it. I really, truly don't know. Yeah. So something else that I really, I mean, I can honestly say I actually enjoyed this about movies. Um, and especially about this movie is I love movies that give you moral quandaries. So like Mm -hmm. this movie at the end shows you like they, they know, they know that they're fucked up for what they do. They're like, yeah, like this is really sad. This is really bad, but Mm -hmm. because it's for the greater good, right? Because of these experiments from the speech, we are able to save countless individuals from having seizures they're able to live longer lifespans i mean that's true because that with um because they give them for i guess we really didn't explain it that well but they gave them these cocktails at the beginning mm-hmm. that are mixed specifically, specifically for their yeah, disease for their like um patricia had epilepsy mm-hmm. and so they gave her this cocktail that is supposed to help treat um, epilepsy and seizures. Mm-hmm. And basically throughout this beach, she went her entire lifetime up until, you know, right at the end. Like she went, I think they said like 50 years or something yeah. without a seizure. Something like that. Some outrageous number. And like, that's the thing. If you kept taking this cocktail of medicine, you can continue to live your entire life. Exactly. And you can see, okay, well, it stopped the seizures for this right. many years. Compared to, you know, it taking 50 years to find out if they're going to have another seizure. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you got to think like Alzheimer's, something that's like fucking with people every day that like mm-hmm. we can never really sit there and find a cure for. If they found that, they cure Alzheimer's, they cure AIDS, they cure cancer, they cure. Well, they also um, remember because Charles had, didn't he have schizophrenia? Yeah. Yeah, so they were like, I really... But his wife also had a calcium deficiency. Right. So they were like, I think we should stop mix, mixing the physical ailment patients with the mental ailment right. patient or whatever they're called, yeah. guests. Um, because it kind of... I don't know if they were treating the mental illnesses as well. I think that because it, it caused too much issues. But my question is, were they trying to treat the mental illness? I guess. I don't know. That I'm pretty sure if they're working on drugs that are going to cure like the world, I'm pretty sure they're like cancer and too. things yeah. like that. Yeah. So I mean, I'm pretty sure they're working on that too. But what I'm saying is, I love movies that give you that that thing that like, fuck, I can root for the bad guy and it's not bad because technically, 
they're in the right, but they're in the wrong for being right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's like you can see where they're coming from. Yeah. You can understand why they're doing it. But at the same time, they're putting unwilling people through these trials. Uh So. And that's the thing. Like, are you willing to not even sacrifice people? Are you willing to torture people to get the results that you need? So long as they help countless other people. Yeah, it's kind of like the whole, uh, you know, the train don't, situation. Don't, 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 don't. I know what up. you want to do. We're going to cover a movie just like that. We're going to put two movies versus each other that are going to deal with this exact same thing. Okay. Um. And so since we were talking about how the movie tells you, yeah, we fucked up because we did this, this, and this. That's also something that I didn't like about the movie was it felt very spoon fed. There's a lot of really? scenes where instead of figuring it out or the movie, like letting you figure it out, they're like, this is what's happening. This um, is what's going to happen because of this situation. I didn't feel that way personally. I felt like there are several scenes like that. Like what? Like just that, the ending where it was just like, it didn't let you figure out, Oh, well they're only doing that to help people. It was like, no, like we're telling you we're helping people. It didn't let you figure that out on your own. Or, well, I think it's because one of them had like a moral quandary, I guess. Or like they spoon fed the kid situation. What kid situation? Like when they're sitting there talking in the tent and like, then they start like kind of like touching. I mean, what were they supposed to do? How else would they have done that? They both went in. If they aged and she came out pregnant, then it's like, oh, fuck. I mean, I... I, they were just playing in one scene. Now I think, they were playing in I the think next scene. It's a thing of like just a movie, like telling a story. No, I mean, I know. I just don't like certain things being spoon fed. Like, because I feel like if they didn't include some of those things, like if they didn't include the, the rusted silverware and everything like that, then I feel like people would have been like, what the fuck? This came out of nowhere. I mean, I feel you. I don't know. I, or like, I really enjoyed okay, it. Okay. So, something else that I, I didn't like. Was how was the kid able to break away from his job to go drop off the note? The kid didn't have a job. Yeah, his job was to play with the kids to keep them distracted. No. Yeah, because he kept setting up other kids. I mean, I'm... The only person that he was able to become friends with was Trent. Where did you find that? Because that's not what I found at all. he's like, go do your job and go go talk to the kids. I mean, I guess... he's supposed to take the kids on a good... But I'm also pretty sure that they couldn't bring in new people that same, like the day that they're still at the resort and they haven't left for the beach yet. They didn't bring in a new, a new family just yet. I mean, yeah, I get it. But like, still, he broke away from like the resort by himself, snuck in, threw the note on the fucking thing on the beach. He didn't throw it on the beach. Did he just have it in his pocket the whole time? Yes. The whole coral thing. No, he didn't have the coral thing with him. Yes, he did because it, he, the kid gave it to him the day before. The night before, and he just never read it. It was just in his pocket the whole time. Oh, so I was under the assumption that he threw it like over no. lunch and like, the kid found it. No, absolutely not. Huh. No, he had it in his pocket the entire time. Weird. Hmm. Like he packed it with them. Oh, I guess. But I mean, I personally really liked the pace of the movie. I liked how there were subtle things leading up to it that. In the beginning, you didn't. In the beginning, sorry, I'm my country came out. Begin. In the beginning, my country came out a little bit, but um, in the beginning, it didn't really tell you that Prisca was sick, 
it made you kind of guess if Guy was the yeah. one that was sick or Prisca. Yeah, you That's knew what something I like. was happening. I like that. Well, also it's just I like the subtlety of oh, we made these specialty cocktails based on your preferences. Mm -hmm. um, here's this for you, and that the breakfast were this. You know, we know later it's Patricia has a seizure. You know you don't think about it until after you get to the end and then you're like, or whenever Crystal is ordering um, some calcium boost drink or whatever, she says, is there really calcium in here? Cause I have a calcium deficiency. Mm. Like it makes her seem stuck up, but looking but, back. Okay. So like spoon feeding it that way in that sense, I'm okay with mm -hmm. as far as like making it beneficial to the plot, but adding things like, I mean, I just can't think of it off the top of my head right now. I think that's like, just like movies, you know? I, I mean, of course, if they cut straight to the chase with everything, it's going to be a really short movie. I mean, not even cut straight to the chase. Just like deliver it in a very like interesting way as opposed to telling you what's about to happen. And then it happens and you're like... Yeah, I already knew that was going to happen. Cause I it. mean, I feel like that's how they, how you were describing the tent situation. Like, oh, they went into a tent. The tent is children, like, to play, assuming, you know? Right. And then she comes out pregnant. It's kind of like, oh, okay. Like, because... But, like, they didn't need to, like... Oh, well, you have long hair. Oh, well, you have this kind but of hair. But it's just oh, showing... Well, this, this, this. It's showing how child-like their minds still were. Right. But how quickly they were aging. I don't know. I don't like that scene in general because it's just very weird I don't and it either. felt unneeded. That's something else that I want to speak I on. I think they left it in there because in the graphic novel, it was a pivotal pivotal part so of it. So does that happen the same way too in the book? Yes. Okay. And I'm glad you said that because one of the things I said was that scene in the book and in the movie is just as awkward mm -hmm. and just as bad as Stephen King's It. Yes. It, it's... And we're not going to get too far into Stephen King's It. If you read the book, you read the book. And if you want to Google it, Google it. But it just feels very unneeded because very it involves dirty. children, or at least people that we saw as children just a few moments ago. And, and that's the only saving grace is that they became older. So it's yes. kind of like, it's like when weirdos on the internet draw things. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, no, like in my drawing, they're, they're 18. 18. It's that, that's a big thing in the Harry Potter fandom. Right. With like fan fiction and things right. like that. They're like, no, in my story. And it's like, yeah, but you're writing her as a fifth year. So she's only 15. So <laughs> weird. Okay. I wasn't going to get that weird. But no, I'm, but, <laughs> but I, I understand where you're coming from yeah. though. And I think they left it in because it was very important in the graphic, graphic novel. I, the big difference in the movie and the graphic novel, and I know I said I haven't read it, but. I don't think in the graphic novel, it says it was very vague, very cryptic. It really mm -hmm. didn't tell you what happened or why the beach is there or anything. Right. But in the end, the baby survived and is she seen alone on the beach building a sandcastle and whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. I guess the movie was to show that the baby couldn't survive because it was aging rapidly because the whole pregnancy was maybe like 20 minutes. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't either. It's very weird. It's very odd. Um, did you get the sense, or no? An hour. An hour is a year. Thirty minutes is a day. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. How do you know? Because I read it earlier. Flip back. Where? 
Flip back, flip back, all the way to the Flipping top. All the way to the top. No, go down. Um, keep going. And then 30, 30 minutes, minutes on the e- beach equates to, to a, a single. year. Oh, we were both wrong. We were both very wrong. Mm. An sucks. hour, one hour is two years. Fuck. I mean, that explains why they died so quickly then. Okay, but see, I'm glad that like we're talking about this again. Like, I, I don't know why. It just keeps falling the way I want it to. But the movie often made me like lose the sense of time. Yeah, because it was so quick. Well, it was quick, but like in the sense of in some scenes, they made it very apparent that time is fucking with them. Time is aging things. Time is doing things to make, you know, like a chain of events happen. So like you'll see gray hairs Mm -hmm. in one scene or like you'll see her face start to change in a scene. But then like in other scenes, it drags out so long that time is no longer a factor. I think... I'm going to be super honest with you. I think it's because just like how um, they, the resort manager, which was M. Night, gave them a bunch of food. And they're like, the children are going to eat a lot. And they're like, this is like a year's worth of food. And he's like, the children are going to eat a lot. Don't you worry. Mm. I think it's because in the beginning when they were children, everything moved so quickly because we could see them growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Maddox had to change bathing suits because hers quickly became too much. And, you know, the little kids grew taller and bigger and all this and that. Whereas adults, they really didn't need to eat a lot because think of me and you. Do we look any different than we did at 25 or even like 24, 23? A little bit. Not too much, though. I mean, I feel you. I mean... I get where you're getting with it, but I mean, I, it just... I understand where you're coming from as well. That yeah. towards the end, it kind of seemed like time dragged on. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I would have appreciated, you know, like when they go to black screen and say like an hour later, two hours later, some parts could have used that, but I feel like that would have ultimately brought the movie down. I don't think it would have brought the movie down. I mean, granted, it goes back to me not liking spoon fed shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think it would have brought the but, movie down in the beginning because you would have quickly figured it right, out. Right. You would have been like, oh, okay, that's what's happening. Yeah. Or like if they kept looking back at their watch, that would have been pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh shit, like we Speaking have to. Speaking of watches. Quick. Nobody had one. Oh, phones. They had phones, but they couldn't call out. Right. But I think they could see the time and everything. I think one of them had a time. I think the doctor had a watch. No, I think Jaren had a phone that he kept trying to call. No, I think they all had phones. And yeah. they kept trying to call, but they couldn't Nobody get reception. Could, yeah. Yeah. But they could weird. see the time. Yeah. So why didn't nobody like put two together? Why didn't their phones age? How would their phones age? You would think that since time is going and time is deteriorating things around them or the clothes. That's what I was going to bring up is the clothes. Like that's what I meant. So I guess it's it's causing the cells in their body to rapidly age. So I guess that makes more sense. No, because it was rapidly aging the silverware too. No, the silverware is just because it was on a beach. No. Baby, you leave. Okay, if I leave my knife on the beach and it gets a little bit of water on it, it's not going to rust that same day. I still have time to take it and clean it. The silverware that was on the beach was from like months and months. No, but the doctor's knife. Remember Um, he had that knife that he cut mid-sized sedan with that he did the surgery with? Yeah. She goes and she cuts him with the knife. No, I think she got the knife from the silverware on the beach. Like I'm 82%. Oh, no, he had the knife. He had a knife. He had the knife whenever he was cutting the the husband. 
from so the she silver. picked up a different knife and she yeah cut yeah yeah hmm. i guess i'm just not so remembering it right i think it's i think the cells in their bodies are like the cell turnover increased and that's why they're aging but didn't the food spoil no, no they ate all the food yeah hmm yeah i mean i guess yeah i guess it could just be a body we just cleaned up that plot hole for you yeah pretty good plot hole cleaned yeah yeah deep cleaning i'm trying to think which makes me think do you think that there's a possibility that they go and clean up the bones or do you think the bones just turn into sand remember no yeah whenever they're digging they found bones didn't they no they oh no no no! what happened is remember when they found the dead body in the beginning yeah and then you know they cover it up with a sheet and then they oh, go they and uncover it, off it and the bones and it's there. bones yeah uh, do the bones like deteriorate into sand did they turn into sand i feel like they did didn't she disappear after a while i think so maybe i don't remember they also had a dog in this movie by the way i also watched this movie like fucking a month ago <laughs> i know but they also had a dog in the movie um that died like very quickly Onto them, ah, into them yeah, the, the dog did die pretty quickly. Yeah, because it's a dog. dogs don't. Yeah, yeah, dogs don't live that long. God, to, if like, humans, if an hour is two years, they'd have had the dog. Like, let's say the dog two hours, four years. No, depending an hour. on how old the dog actually is, because the I dog mean, yeah. belonged to the mom. Yeah, the old so mom. Clearly, like it's been there well, for a while. No, because she might have gotten the dog recently. But I'm just saying, like. They probably, if the dog survived a long time, like the max would have survived is probably what, like seven, eight years. That's like a good, Three healthy hours. dog. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. Seven, eight, would, seven, eight, eight hour hours. Two, seven listen, or eight hours. No, it'd been like two years. Because no, two hours. Dogs I'm don't talking, die in two confusing, years. You're confusing my brain. That's what two I'm saying. Two hours because seven or eight it. hours. Okay, but we're thinking like dog years, right? Yes. So one hour is two years. So that's 14 years. No, I'm not thinking dog years. I'm thinking how long a dog lives in human years. Yeah, that's like for fucks all. What? Like dogs live like what? Eight, ten years? Sometimes. Sometimes they can live like Like 15. 15 years, yeah. I know. So yeah, like six, seven years. But I'm taking dog years into effect. No, I'm not thinking about dog years. That's way too confusing, big dog. But that's because apparently I'm it dog years so quick in the movie. Dog years vary also. Okay, but nobody's gonna like actually go through the time to be like, let's scientifically think about the dog years. In the movie, the dog died within like two, two hours. Or, yeah. And if you think, anyways, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you think dog years, that's no, what? but dog years vary times two. Dog years vary based on their size. Right, but what I'm saying is the dog died at like 28 in the movie, in the sense of if we're going by dog years, because it only lasted two years, it was 48. And what dog lives to 48? Rico, I'm sorry. We got to drop this conversation. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm doing, I, you don't make any sense to me. I'm doing quick math. No. Mm-mm. Yes. What the fuck are you talking about? This dog is 48 years old. Okay, break it no, down. No, we're not. We're not breaking it down. We're not talking about it anymore. Okay, go back and listen to it. You'll understand where I'm coming from. No, Connie's you're going to get a whole bunch confused. of comments being like, what is Rico on? No, it makes sense. It does not make any sense. If you weren't confusing everybody with time, it would have made sense. Anyway, so I know this is what the movie wanted from us, but what's next? Nothing. Nothing because they okay so the journal they found on the beach mm-hmm. with like all the notes and the missing people all the names and everything like that mm-hmm. 
they he took it to the police officer mm-hmm. the police officer called it in called in the names realized they're all missing persons right i mean what's next for trent maddox oh they go to live with their aunt and um realize they have the mental like but they don't mental age of they don't children they don't they don't know fucking algebra but that's what i didn't like about the movie is and i think they talked about it in an interview a little bit but they age and yet so they age physically but their mental age also ages with them sometimes i don't think they because you got to think how old was maddox whenever she first started i don't know if you go back to it it'll tell you god damn it um never mind i don't say it okay so she was probably like what i think one was like seven and one was like 10 right i don't know or so what 10 year old is gonna have like weird sexual feelings towards a rapper at 10 i don't think it was sexual it was clearly sexual it was very awkward. I will give you that. And I feel Mid-set very Mid-set was very weird, bro. He was very fucking weird. I don't think he was into Maddox. He, he was walking with her, talking with her, flirting with her, I holding her like hand, it, holding her by the, like... It was weird. Look. Look. I, I think puberty hit them. I think puberty hit her, and then he was just like, damn. And it's just like, no, it's still fucking weird. Because <laughs> she was 10. I mean... Two that's, hours ago. that's the thing is they had the wherewithal to kind of think like adults right because you have to think seven-year-old me if i just aged into a 40-year-old man and i had to swim through this coral reef and go to the like i'm not gonna think i need to go back to the resort first of all how do they get back to the resort from the reef right i'm running but, you're but, running as far as you can you're fucking terrified you're seven years old i'm going to the police station like how I, do they fill out a report how are they gonna go and fucking investigate this shit how are they gonna go but, with like, the, go to the resort and think, let me find that cop from earlier and tell him all about it and not bring attention to the resort. Like, right. I would, as a seven-year-old, I would think, go to the resort employee. Like, how are you going to, like, sneak around the thing? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I their mental you. age moves with, like. I feel you. It and doesn't make sense. What are they going to do? Take, like, a GED test? Right. Like, are, are they going to be working at fucking Arby's tomorrow? Right. They lost their childhood. Right. And everything that they would need to learn to that point would be so... I mean, at that point, like, (laughs) personally, personally, I'm probably staying on the beach. Yeah? Um, I don't see anything else out there for me. I don't either. I I mean, at that point, I'm just, like, giving up. Because your body's going to fucking shut down. Like, like, by the who, time you hit 20. Who even... It, that's like using a five times lightning charger on your iPhone. The battery's already too hot. It's going to go any minute now. Right. Like, nobody knows what that does on your... Yeah. Right. So, what's next for them? Imagine, <laughs> Like, dude, do they jump from the fucking imagine, helicopter? Imagine, like, I'm Maddox, right? And I'm talking to a guy that I met on Tinder because apparently that's what we do now. Um, And he's like, yeah, so, like, what was your childhood like? What do you fucking say? I don't know. I was stranded on a fucking beach that aged me. Like, the government... You're a government experiment now. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's it. They have to find a way to reverse you. That's it. But, Mr. M. Night Shyamalan, I'm going to urge you not to pull an Unbreakable slash Split 
where you make this movie and then down the line plot twist we made a movie about a beach or a desert that ages you backwards into babies that would actually be hilarious don't do it it'll be a flop don't do it can you imagine (laughs) just like a whole family going to the to the fucking desert and and the end the kids are just like embryos Little like sperm little sperms. cells, yeah, on the fucking sand, yeah, and like the adults, like I mean, I guess that'd be a great movie for adults. They get turned back as kids. That's so imagine just dumping all the old people there. Yeah, fuck. Come to find out, this facility is like trying to make the immortal cream or something. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> rejuvenating lotion or some shit. Jesus, <laughs> like, um, come on. So, is that all of our, our thoughts on the movies? That's all of my thoughts, at least. All right. So, Do you have any? I mean, I've, I've voiced all my opinions. I genuinely think it was such a great concept. There were so many good, so many, so many good shots in there, and I really enjoyed it, but I do think there are also some really weird things. Yeah. Like, the whole... um whole baby thing i felt like it was unneeded in this movie because the mm-hmm. baby died pretty immediately or an old girl climbing up to the top of the thing and i mean no off. i feel like that was needed because okay, well, anybody could have done that Why i mean her? yeah i i genuinely don't know i mean they just wanted to get rid of a character let's be real yeah at the end of the day i think that's what it all was they're just killing off different characters mm-hmm. but um yeah i enjoyed it i really think that if you're looking for a very original movie um with a good twist this is a good movie yeah. I mean, in my opinion, yeah. I'm glad I watched it in theaters. It was one of those movies that I feel like the cinematic feeling of it makes it worth it. And that's my um, M. Night Shyamalan twist, too, is that I enjoyed watching the movie, like I said earlier, but it's it's not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It's just not a great movie. For you. For me. Yeah. Um, did I feel like it was a flop? No. And would I recommend it? Yes, I would. I'd rewatch it too, because I feel like it's one of those movies that you once could, you know what happens, yeah. If you rewatch it, it's just you like pick up on more things. Interesting, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's why I like it too. Like there were so many subtle hints in the beginning that ultimately led up to the big reveal that the beach was aging them, but you didn't really understand. Going back, you have to kind of just think about it afterwards um, to actually fully get it. But, I mean, I enjoyed it. I think if you're listening to this and you haven't watched it, first of all, what? But second, go watch it. I think you'd like it. If you like thrillers, if you like kind of suspense, if you like um, mystery type of movies, it's not super horror movie, I think it's worth it. Definitely. Just that one little slight horror part. <laughs> yeah. It, it's She just like crab walks over to them. It's weird, I guess. Which kind of looks like Nosferatu meets Hunchback of Notre Dame meets Well, don't say that because she has a calcium deficiency. But they over-exaggerated. They did it. It's not like like, I'm making fun of anybody. (laughs) Like, like, I don't know if that could actually happen. I have no idea. Right. If so, I'm so incredibly sorry. I mean, yeah, definitely. Take your vitamins. I'm so, like, I will apologize to whoever felt hurt by what I said. I just feel like If you have a calcium deficiency... If you had a calcium deficiency that turned you into that, like if it contorted your body to that degree and you were in a cave with only a match lighting you and you were yelling, don't, don't shout, don't with shine makeup, the light on me. With makeup running down your face. Smearing down your face. Right. Like. That'd be a great costume for Halloween. No, it wouldn't. Now that is where it's wrong. 
I guess. You can't play somebody that you can't dress up as somebody with a calcium deficiency. No, but I'm just saying, like makeup running down your face, like a candle, like holding like a little candle light, like hiding in a dark corner. That'd be pretty bomb. That'd be scary. Exactly. Anyways, so um, yeah, that's pretty much it for our review. I think we both are gonna get canceled just for that one part. (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's okay. I don't know how to say sorry without making it sound like I have a foot in my mouth. Sorry this isn't like for all the calcium deficient people. Take your vitamins, drink your milk if that helps. I don't know. There's a theory that that's actually just big milk pushing that agenda. Big milk? Big milk. An so, extra large milk pushing an agenda. Big dairy pushing the agenda for milk. Um, <laughs> big but mama cows. <laughs> disgusting. Um... I actually don't know where you can stream this because I feel like it's not streamable just yet because it literally just popped out of theaters. Probably HBO. Probably HBO. Yeah. If we're being honest. Um, but yeah, if you have watched this movie, please let us know what you think. Um, if you are going to watch this movie, sorry for spoiling it. You knew before you came into this. You had the time in the beginning. You had you, time to put it on pause. Look, you go know. watch the movie. Come back. Just listen to it on the car right up there. Or well, you know, it's not up there anymore. Just listen to us. In your room. While you're cleaning your room after you watch the movie. Exactly. Exactly. So um, let us know your thoughts on the movie. We really, really, really want to hear about it. Um, find us on Instagram at yep. Break Out the Popcorn, Twitter, mm-hmm. BOTP Podcast, Facebook at Break Out the Popcorn, Patreon. Just Google Patreon, Break Out the Popcorn. We also have a beacons.ai link. It's beacons.ai slash Break Out the Popcorn. What else do we have? A TikTok. We have a TikTok, Break Out the Popcorn. We haven't posted anything. Feel free to follow us, though. Um, we can also chat through email, breakoutthepopcorn at gmail.com. Um, feel free to send us your thoughts, prayers, advice, anything you can possibly think of um, on this movie or future movies. I don't know. Send us Candy Club Strawberry Sour Belts, please. Just chat with us. And let me see. Is there anything else? We will open a P.O. Box if you sent us candy. I would. I've been thinking about it, but P.O. Box is expensive. I For are. some reason, I thought they were free. Oh, no. They are very expensive. They're like... I think you can buy one for like $100 for a year or something, which mm-hmm. isn't too bad, but still. Yeah. So if you guys are interested in sending us stuff. We'll make one. Yeah. We'll even open things on the Patreon. That'd be fun. Maybe. Eventually. Do you remember when YouTube used to do that? Mm-hmm. It was just a whole bunch of, Unboxing. y'all sent me things. Yeah. Y'all sent me yeah. things in my P.O. box and now I'm just going to open them for you. I love those. Yeah. So I'd definitely do that. I'd love that. All right. So anything else? Um... Drink water, stay in school, follow your dreams. Take your vitamins, drink milk. And don't grow old. Peter Pan that shit. It kind of sounded like you said, don't grow old. I did a Connie thing, yeah. lazy talking. Okay, so don't grow old. Don't do Peter Dave Grohl. He's married. Y- yeah. And Dave Grohl, if you're out here doing people, like, what's wrong with you, man? Sir. Unless that's okay with your marriage. We I don't mean, know you. Exactly. Who are we to judge? Who are we? <laughs> In that case, uh, Rico, do you want to send us out? Roll credits. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 